Hey everybody, how's it going? Um, welcome to our podcast, Flip It and Reverse It. My name is Jasmine and I am joined here today with... Barnaby Jones. And this is the show where we force our interests upon one another. Once again, we are joined with special guest Maisie Gospederic for the third time this week, but not the third time forever. Um, she'll be back, don't you worry. And we are going to be once again discussing and relinquishing the bad so that we can revitalize our souls with the Richard and Rogers and Hammerstein Review. That has so many R's. Did you like it? It was riveting. <gasps> he liked it. So don't you go any there, anywhere. Make sure that you stay in your seats so that you can relish each moment. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to our third and final segment of Rogers and Hammerstein Review and Introduction to uh, the golden age of me forcing things upon barnaby jones he's been so patient and so wonderful can we get a good hand a round of applause for barnaby jones oh come on we the real round of applause for our special guest tonight who has provided so much context so much and a great segue i appreciate both things (laughs) Uh, we do have Maisie here still with us still um she hasn't gotten sick of us yet so she's still hanging out um And we are going to move right on to one of the uh, other biggest hits. They're all big hits. Rogers and Harrenstein, they just threw them out like pop stars. Um, so we are moving on to a song from The King and I, which is a 1951 musical. And this is called Shall We Dance? This is a very lovely song in which a woman teaches a man how to dance. And that's all there is to it. No other context needed. Just kidding. Um, (laughs) So basically, uh, for Barnaby, the story is that um, this woman is hired to go teach all of the children of the king of Siam and teach them about Western culture and uh, English and stuff like that so that they can basically have a better education. He is a very progressive man. He's trying to be very progressive and get in with all the Western culture people. Um, Where is Siam? It's actually present-day Thailand. That's what I thought. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So not not Siam of these days, which is a not a real thing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so she goes over there. She goes over there and she kind of just like she's teaching things, and he starts to get confused because she's saying things that aren't co-aligning with his view of the world, and he is puzzled by it, and he is learning all these new things about himself and about the world and you know maybe he's starting to get a little crush on her too and at this moment they have just had a convention for all these other european countries he's trying to you know really make a name for himself and get in with everybody um and he's just watched all these people dancing and he he needs to know a little more about it so they dance and that, that's my brief synopsis it's not bad it's no mazy synopsis but no it was excellent um but not not too shabby, right? Um, yeah, so uh, Barnaby, you watched a clip, a fairly uh, extended clip with Yul Brynner uh, dancing the night away and being a cute little um, 
culturally appropriated Siamese man because he's not Siamese. He's Russian, um, but yeah. <laughs> he's Russian, but whatever. It was close enough, right? At least he wasn't white. <laughs> he was white. He was Eastern European. At least he was less white. I guess he wasn't American. No, it was cultural we, appropriation at its best. It was uh, at its finest. Um, these movie musicals do that a hell of a lot. <laughs> but what did you think? Did you think that he was an offensive interpretation? Did you think it was cute? Did you like the characters? Uh, what did you like about it? What did you dislike about it? I loved it, honestly. I thought that it was, um, I think, the most fun one that we've watched tonight. And I was really actually buying into the, the chemistry they had in the scene. And I wasn't actually feeling, it didn't feel like forced, like the, uh, like the, if I loved you scene that I watched earlier. <laughs> yeah. So, um, that's fair. Yeah. So no, I, I really liked the song and I liked the, um, actually just, yeah, I liked the dance itself. And, you know, I was thinking to myself that I was just like, um, I couldn't tell exactly everything that had happened in the story, obviously, because I was just watching that one scene. But I was really just um, kind of like enjoying their little back and forth, even though he was being a little um, forceful. But, you know, <laughs> different time, I guess. Um, but as far as cultural appropriation is concerned, I mean, I'm sure Hollywood didn't think of it that way back in the 1950s and 60s. But they probably just thought of it as selling tickets because... Uh, I guess people of color didn't sell tickets back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Yeesh. Oof. Um, it, it's kind of, it's a weird line to walk on because on one hand, Rogers and Hammerstein really were trying to tell these stories of different cultures. But on another hand, sometimes they did it in a slightly offensive way, even though they didn't, I mean, offensive by today's standards. In their day, they were not being offensive at all. But, you know, like on Flower, if you listen to Flower Drum Song and certain different musicals of theirs, you're like, oh, is this really, is it a stereotype that you're portraying or are you genuinely trying to tell a culture's story? So it it's kind of walks that fine line sometimes, but I don't think they ever meant any ill will. I think they really were just interested in telling stories about different places and about different types of people. Um, but I mean, I don't know. They're dead. <laughs> so... <laughs> We can't really ask them. Absolutely. What are your thoughts on that with how they deal with different cultures and race and stuff? Maisie? Um, I, well, in general, I really do think that they were trying to, yeah, bring light to different cultures and ways of being and, and not just cultures, but gender as well. Like I've, I've said it before and I'll say totally. it again. I really think that they write well for women. Um, It's, it's great to be unless you're in carousel am i right just kidding <laughs> great to be a woman in a rogers and hammerstein musical because you're not the light and fluffy character that you are in some other musicals like uh singing in the rain which is a fabulous musical and i love it but the women True. in it are uh, two-dimensional as heck so rogers and hammerstein does a pretty good job of fleshing out their characters in The King and I, I mean, Yul Brenner does a fabulous job, and I did not know he was Russian for a long time. I thought that he was <laughs> possibly Thai. I did not know, and then I looked it up, I'm like, definitely not. He is white, but um, there's other songs in the musical that are focusing specifically on that cultural difference, and um, 
the chemistry that those two share is constantly impeded by the differences in their culture because she's trying to teach him stuff and he's trying he wants to learn it because he wants to be taken more seriously like you say but then the real thing that puts a rift between them is his son hooks up with a concubine essentially she's a maid and oh that doesn't fly and then he kills them both he they they get burned at the stake not in the musical that that's from the book but they they don't get to live happily ever after and she is appalled by that and so it's really that's like kind of where the rift in their relationship is they can't wait can we back up for a second here you said who got burned at the stake um the king of siam's oldest son he has like 12 kids but his oldest son he's got plenty Plenty yeah so him and who else his oldest son and his lover the the son's lover she's like i i don't remember her name she's just kind of like she's a side uh, harlot not a great person he's still like kind of supposed to be you know the person that's supposed to marry somebody important i think yeah it's kind of the she's idea just kind of a peasant essentially and he's not supposed to have a relationship with her and they try to run away together like he, he wants to marry her and the king yeah they they don't they don't make it is the yeah. sad way of putting that yep. <laughs> so much for uh progressive women roles <laughs> well but it really, i mean she didn't progress much further than that stake am i right um, <laughs> but it is an interesting look at a cultural difference there because like um i think there's like i'm well if you think about just the english invading other countries to spread their culture around and you know all all white europeans have done that and so like they really were trying to look at this idea of, you know, being less civilized than other cultures and how there's really, there's just different, there's not better. And so it's, it's super interesting. I really appreciate it. But when we're looking at just shall we dance, um, that's just a lovely, cute, super fun to sing song and um one of so fun one of my favorites ever like dream role would be playing the oh my teacher God. for sure and you'd be so good at it oh thanks you'd be so good plus the good news that is dress. yeah exactly plus i can be a little older so um since my career hasn't hit it off quite yet i still have a chance <laughs> right <laughs> like we maybe aren't gonna get to be matilda um <laughs> we're a little too old for her uh but we, we still got a chance at some of these other meaty roles, especially in Rodgers and Hammerstein uh, is just lovely for classically trained people. Cause we hadn't gotten into that hard hitting belty type musical theater yet. Absolutely. And that's another thing to note is the, Barnaby, you seem to be finding that a lot of songs are difficult to understand. And that's true because, you know, while enunciation is always important, it was less about that in these and it was more about the gorgeous beautiful song and the beautiful sound of the song whereas if you listen to a musical nowadays you're going to hear a lot of belting you're going to hear a lot of hard articulation uh it's just different style styles and this is from the golden age of musicals when everything was very much so that classically trained singer we hadn't veered that far off from operettas etc yeah uh, musical theater was just kind of starting to evolve into what it is today yeah absolutely and the farther back you go the harder it is to understand them <laughs> yeah let's do a gilbert and sullivan um, seriously <laughs> although they had some really iconic 
lyrics yeah, some too. Real so. bangers. Yeah, it's just um, all over the place. But yeah, definitely. Um, I actually, Barnaby, I would like to propose something to you since it'll be recorded. Um, <laughs> you'll have to answer on the it. spot. Okay. I, yeah, I'm I, ready. I have this. I have this DVD of this particular performance in the guest bedroom, and I would like to propose that you and I watch the whole thing and possibly do a review on the actual full movie since it seems to be one you are a little king to. A little king. Get it? Oh, God. <laughs> um, no? I agree. Ah, I've got it in recording, folks. You can't yeah. back up now. <laughs> nice. Yes, I accept. <laughs> Perfect. I accept your offer and I raise you one Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> uh, no, actually, I raise you a different circumstance. Uh, when we do the movie, uh, Maisie has to come back and do it with us. Ooh, absolutely. Yay! Movie Sign party. Pow, pow, pow. Pow, pow. It's settled. All right, it's settled then. You heard it. Maisie's coming back. She's contracted. She's just signed in blood. Um... Through Excellent. the phone. It's technology. <laughs> Look, listen, screens can absorb anything. Um, <laughs> um, These listeners well, did not we? know what they signed up for. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> You're in it now. One of us. One of us. Um, lovely. I'm a psychopath. I'm not a charming host. Um, shall we move on from that topic and <laughs> end on a lovely wrap-up a nice character piece, just some good old hearted fun, a couple gnarly women <laughs> singing in some gnarly tones of voice about a beautiful woman. Something I can relate to. Um, <laughs> you and me actually, both, sister. <laughs> funny enough, I have performed this song before, so uh, that uh, gives you a little context into to perhaps why I chose it. Um, Barnaby... Actually, no. Yes. Maisie, you... No, who went first last time? I, I'll go first again. You go first. Yeah, go, go for, for it. it. Yeah. I don't have much to say about this, so that's why I want to go first. I um, I have seen Cinderella, like most people. Uh, however, it's, you know, I have not watched it since I was a kid, so the envy of the stepsisters is not entirely fresh in my head, but I will say that this song was pretty fun which I did appreciate because we've had some songs that weren't as fun. Like uh, the person in the lonely room there, he was, he wasn't having any fun. So no, I do. I do appreciate that They were having some fun and a little clip that we watched. I noticed that they, uh, they had some like race spending on the, uh, on one of the stepsisters there. I thought that was uh, interesting. Cause you don't see that too often. I'm guessing this must be a newer production of Cinderella that you showed me. So interesting uh, that you picked up on that. Mm-hmm. Maisie, do you want to tell him a little bit more about that particular production that we showed the clip from? Yeah, absolutely. So that's from the film, which I believe was 1992. I'll have to double check that. But yes, um, So not the original film. Yeah, this is... Um, it. This is like one of my favorite movies ever. I don't know why, but... Um, I saw it a lot when I was a kid. And the thing about Cinderella is it's a story everybody knows, right? So they kind of had the freedom to just riff and do whatever they wanted. And um, the whole cast is 
race bending all over the place. The the prince is an Asian actor. Cinderella is played by Brandy, the singer, so she's African American. Whitney Houston plays the godmother. Whoopi Goldberg plays the queen, and Victor Garber is her husband. And then um, the two stepsisters you saw, um, I have to look up their names. They're big on Broadway, not so much in film. But anyway, um, yeah, there's a ton of race bending, which is super funny because later when they're trying to find um, Cinderella and they're having everybody try on the shoe, it's like, well, it's probably not the white people, you know, like you should be able to recognize her. But they, they totally just get rid of race. Like it's kind of truly colorblind because they're like, well, you know, the I can't remember what she looks exactly. like. Was she one of these white girls? <laughs> exactly. Um, so it's, that's, I think, kind of fun because you, as an audience member, suspend your disbelief. But um, oh. you're just like, okay, well, clearly race has no bearing on who's married to who or, like, whatever. So it's kind of... Um, exactly. The stepsisters are two different races. Exactly. But they're, but they're sisters. They're supposed to be related, Yeah, right? exactly. I just want to yeah, yeah. add one thing here really quickly. The movie actually came out in 1997, oh, not 1992. Thank you. Ooh. Oh my gosh. Daisy has been so good. I had to get her on one. Had to get her on one. No, nope, You know, it was good. the Brandy thing that tipped me off. I was like, Brandy would have been too young in 92. I know her songs. I just know. Fair enough. Good Damn. for you. Yeah. There you go. No, that makes sense. I just remember watching it when I was a kid. So yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, audience. That was my bad. Terrible. <sighs> it's okay. I... I... In our Rocky Horror review, I tried to say that um, Olivia Newton-John and Susan Sarandon are the same person. So <laughs> awesome. Worse, worse offenses have been made. Perfect. That's okay. What's important yeah, is we yeah. got the facts out there. So 1997. Yeah. But um, the truth has been revealed. Yeah. If you like musicals, I highly suggest this movie um, because it's Fabulous. I actually have never seen it and I'm ashamed. I am so ashamed. We're going to have to watch it because there's um, some great great performances in it Bernadette Peters is also in it so it's really hard to go wrong yeah it's kind of a star-studded cast but um the song is hilarious and as you were saying Jasmine super relatable (laughs) so relatable and super fun to sing because it is in fact written for two altos or mezzos sometimes they even have men play the stepsisters actually I guess to highlight which is how ugly they Except are. We, we don't need men to have more of our roles, so they can True enough. and that's fine too. <laughs> but yeah, so it's like just a blast to sing. Super funny and um yeah, just an all around good time. I I think it's a great song. Do you uh Barnaby after now knowing kind of the star studded cast and how that production is, are you uh, more interested in that musical now or do you have more context for the actual scene and do you, do you feel more intrigued by it? Uh, did Maisie sell you? I don't know that I can have more context for the scene. I mean, I feel like if I'm not mistaken, the movie is probably still the same, regardless of the fact that they, you know, changed the cast around completely and changed everyone's races and such. Um, I could be wrong about that. But I, totally. I would watch it. I, I have seen Cinderella before, so I wouldn't be like, you know, racing to go sit down and, and watch a different interpretation, but I would watch it anyway. I mean, because it's definitely right. having some people involved who, uh, who I'm more familiar with. Like, I'm sure Whoopi Goldberg's probably hilarious. She's so I definitely, funny. I'd watch it, yeah. Plus, 
They gave right. Whitney Houston her own song that was not that Rogers and Hammerstein did not write, but they were like, Whitney, <laughs> you're just so amazing. We're gonna give you this song that we write for you that is not in any of the other performances. So it might be worth it for that. <laughs> she just pops in and sings like you can't take away my dignity for no reason. Yeah. Completely regardless of the plot, just pops in, dressed up as fairy godmother, being like, mm-hmm, I'm here, I'm going to sing my freaking number and then leave. It's essentially actually a gospel-fied version of Climb Every Mountain. Like, that's what I feel like, in essence, that song is. So, yeah, now now I've piqued your like- interest, Barnaby. You got to watch it. My interest is definitely peaked. <laughs> Full peaked. Like, yes, like Everest. <laughs> Well, since you feel, Barnaby, like you are fully peaked out, let's end on a high note at the top. Of yes. The a? No. What is your idea? I'm, I'm learning segue-isms. Um, so we're going we're gonna to wrap it up there, folks. Um, we will give everybody a quick chance to kind of just plug themselves. Um, Oh, uh, Daisy, if you want no, terrible, you... terrible. No, 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 no. You no. Have forgot our our uh, ranking. Hello. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just like, I'm like, let's do it. We're done. <laughs> um, terrible. Yeah, so, terrible. Uh, if everybody just wants to go through real quick, uh, you don't have to necessarily go through the whole list if you don't want to, but maybe just tell everybody. Go through the whole list. Okay, go through the whole list. list. Um, what your favorite to least or least favorite to favorite of these songs are um i will begin if you all would like unless you would like to begin barnaby go ahead all right so and this is interesting because y'all maybe changed my opinions about some of these songs oh Um, it's not strong mm -hmm. opinions then wow (laughs) harsh (laughs) well i guess you're spineless you're just a pile of jelly uh just kidding you did not say that i am just uh, putting it upon myself <laughs> very insecure um so i would say my uh, number six my least favorite of these which is difficult uh is probably going to be if i mm, if i mm, nope i can't do it okay number six <laughs> say, is it. Gonna, say it say I it gonna say if i loved you but it's such a good song Oh, it's been said. It's recorded. But it's number six now. because just contextually, <laughs> you're white. You're you're white. Not that's why number six because you're basic. You're white. Um, <laughs> no, no, that's definitely not it. You're basic. Uh, no, it's just it's contextually kind of a weak song. It doesn't really forward the plot. It's just it's a cute song. It doesn't really do much. Um, okay, I want to go next. I want to go next. Okay, number six for you. If I loved you. Well, right. anything to add there? <laughs> uh, nothing to add here. You know, the whole will I, won't, you know, will I, won't I kind of thing. It's played out. Done with it. Just done with it. Terrible. All right. Maisie, what would your number six be? Oh, man. Okay. So, what we have Stepsister's Lament, Lady is a Tramp, If I Loved You, Shall We Dance, Lonely Room. What's the one I'm missing? Uh, old man, old man, old river. man river great okay um dang it's really hard because i just don't think that there really is a bad song even those songs that you're like this is kind of the dud of the musical it's still like a good song but 
I guess totally. in comparison on our list, I'm gonna I'm gonna side with you guys, and I'm gonna put if I loved you at the bottom, even though. Ooh. Well, that is the tricky part of doing these lists. You know, you got to make controversial decisions. It's true. It's got to be done. It's got to be done. It's true. Dang. I think for my number five, I am going to put it out as Lonely Room. Even though it is, uh, you know, an important song, um, it's not really a, one that I bop to, you know? <laughs> uh, it's- bop factor is gone. <laughs> exactly. No bop ability. Uh, so I, I would say, yeah, I'm going to pull it out. Lonely Room, Oklahoma. Sorry, Judd. Dead on a knife. Um, <laughs> and that's my opinion. Not quite dead on arrival, but still dead. <laughs> um, number five, the um, stepsister lament. Oh. oh, no love there. Oh, man. Talk about knife to the no. heart, Barnaby. Yes. You know, sometimes being fun isn't good enough. You know, you got to have a little more substance. That's my and whole it was outlook. I just It is lacking substance. Dang. Damn. Yeah. It's kind of like that Lay's potato chip bag. You know, the few chips you got were good, but it's just mostly air. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Nice. I think burn. Can you get a sick burn like that for all of them? I love it. I'm going to poke holes in that <laughs> statement there, Barnaby, because I think... It's okay. There's lots of air in the bag. <laughs> poke as many holes as you would like. For number five, I'm going to say Lady is a Tramp, because if we're talking about substance, I'd say that Stepsister's Lament and Lady is a Tramp are on par with one another for substance, but that Stepsister's Lament gives our characters more substance than Lady is a Tramp does, so... I'm putting it below that. Mm. Fair enough. And if you've ever watched the the musical, you don't want it to be full of lonely rooms. You need some fluff. True. This is true. True. This is true. It's true. (laughs) You know, if it's full of lonely rooms, you don't have a lot of characters now, do you? Exactly. Um, Just one sad guy. (laughs) Just this one sad guy (laughs) with his mouth (laughs) nibbling. I found that too funny. Okay. Um, my number four, I'm going to say, I'm going to side with Maisie, but I'm going to put a little higher, is the lady is a tramp. Um, because, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a fun song. It's jazzy. It's sexy. Um, but, you know, it's, it's just about that. Uh, it gets a little higher than the other ones just because Frank Sinatra makes my loins groin, groin, <laughs> groin. <laughs> Uh, sproing your loins, which are in your groin, sproing. Yeah, <laughs> that's what happens to me inside. Um, I love, I love my Frank. Uh, yeah, so he gets a, a four for effort. Nice. What do you, what do you think, Barnaby? Piggyback. Uh, four is lonely room. All right, all right. Um, we're, we're because, close. like I said before, like I said before, I um, I feel like. You gotta move on, bro. He's just—he's <laughs> he's just way too hung up on this girl. You know, there's just so many more people in the sea. You just gotta let go. Yeah. You man, know, if you're sitting in a room by yourself, you're sitting in a room by yourself, and you're sitting there talking about how much you just wish that you had this girl and that she shouldn't be paying attention to some other guy, then you know you, you need to evaluate some stuff. <laughs> so. It is rural Oklahoma. Yeah. Maybe four. there aren't that many fish in the sea. <laughs> 
right? We got this one hot I guess girl so. and her picnic baskets. I tell you what. I tell you. Uh, <laughs> she had great milkshakes. Ooh. They brought all the boys. Ooh, and they brought to the two yard. boys to the yard. <laughs> Just two Not of them. All of yeah. Them. <laughs> <laughs> so they were maybe mediocre milkshakes. Were they smoothies? Mm. Mm. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what would your number four be there, Maisie? Uh, I guess lonely room also. I think I'll agree with Barnaby. I, It is great for context, but listenability, you know, you're like, okay, can we move on to something happier? Yeah. So. No, I feel you, my dude. Um, True. That was number four. So I have to pick the number three first, number three, right? Yeah. Oh, yes. Lord. Oh, this is tough. Mm, they both start with S's. Um, yeah let's see here uh i think i'm gonna put it at being stepsister's lament um i love this song a lot uh and i think it's hilarious my only issue and hang up with it is it's short yep it's so short i wish it was longer i wish they made more uh innuendos about how they're gonna break her arms and her neck and maybe they get a chainsaw i don't know um (laughs) you know like get a little more violent uh, not violent enough uh too short that's my official review i wish it was a quentin tarantino movie yeah yeah <laughs> stepsisters unchained exactly um, what was- so my number three here is uh shall we dance uh-huh. i feel bad giving this number three but i um I have a bias with Frank Sinatra, so I had a hard time putting him as number three. I told you, it's, with Frank, that it's song. those blue eyes but, staring at you from the pool table. True enough. I, I mean, the, the picture was in black and white, if we're going to be fair. still tell uh, they're blue. <laughs> they sparkle. The so, but no, I definitely felt like I, when we were watching the scene, I was kind of, I was pretty captured. So I thought to myself that I was interested in seeing how the rest of the story went. So, it wasn't that hard of a sell when you asked me that question earlier because I was probably going to watch it with you anyway. So. Aww. <laughs> but we're not dating. Um. <laughs> Next. Next. <laughs> well, I guess I'll side with you, Jasmine, and I'll put Stepsister's Lament at three. Oh, I'm sorry to influence you. No, it's it's tricky. It's just that our number one and number two spot, I, I, I couldn't. You got to go with your love. Yeah. I gotta go with my love. Yeah. Yeah. Don't kill your darlings. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I guess that would make it pretty obvious what my number two is then. I'm gonna pop Shall We Dance right up to that silver metal spot. Um, it's just, it's such a fun and easy song while still also being beautiful to sing. So it's it's got elements of like gorgeous uh mm, what's the word for it uh gorgeous like 11th hour um, yeah type song while still having comedy in it too so it's accomplishing both of those things in one song which is pretty amazing and they dance um and that dress, <laughs> and they dance. That yeah dress. that dress oh. mm, yeah it, it's probably the back. actors that really sell it for me for sure like true you know, if you had no matter how people... culture yeah no matter how yes. culturally appropriating it is, Yul Brenner really does inspire me. So he does, and he's so cute, and he just makes a character well being 
a horrible person, really lovable. Like, you know, he's he's killing his son, whatever. But like, <laughs> oh, he, he doesn't know what et cetera means. I love him. Exactly. Um, <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, so shall we dance? Number two, silver medal. What about you, Barnaby? Uh, lady is a tramp. Mm, that Frank Sinatra boy. Can't deny <sighs> True. It. Yeah, I, I just, it can't be denied. You know, because I just loved the, I, I'm all about fun with music. You know, I don't have a whole lot of music in my personal collection that's, that's like really just like kind of like low tempo or just, you know, just very depressing. You know, like life's depressing <laughs> enough. I want music to make me happy. Okay. So yeah. definitely give the nod to Lady as a Tramp for number two. Solid, solid two. There you, go. there you go. There you have it. Maisie, who got your number two? Is it? I have a feeling I know which it is. Yeah, it's it's Shall We Dance. Uh, Frank does to Barnaby what Yule does to me, and so that's where I'm. <laughs> that's where I'm putting Shall We Dance. Plus, yeah, I I love singing that song. So, oh, that's where I got such a good it. one. Yeah. And you just got a waltz. We all have the same number we one. Do. I think so. Is that really what's Let's happening? say it all at the same time. That's weird. One, two, three. Old Man oh. River. <laughs> that was not that was not synchronized on purpose for the people listening <laughs> at home. I definitely did not uh, plan to be with these two. Well, that's called the ESP. Baby. But here we are. Uh, ESP, right? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, ESPN. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> oh God. Um, Old Man River. <laughs> Gorgeous song, beautiful song, important song. Oh, oh. And yeah, Paul Robeson. So good. So it, good. Paul, that's all I gotta say. It's Paul. True. Beautiful. And it does. That low voice. It wasn't. Oh, go ahead, Barnaby. Oh, sorry. I, I was just gonna say, you know, before I, uh, before I let you two finish here, this was not going to be my number one. I originally had it down as like my number like four song but as i closely peered over this list and i was talking to you guys about context i just felt like it was not appropriate for me to put the song not to have the song at the at the top given the context around it so it just felt like the only real appropriate action but it does break my rule about not having fun songs in the top so because it's it's not it's true it's not fun it's true. but I make exceptions. Although when we did our Andrew Lloyd Webber uh, episode, you had uh, Jesus Christ Superstar heaven on their minds at your top, which, well, it's got a fun jig to it. It's, you know, it's not necessarily a fun topic. Judas is all mad at You know, I don't always, I don't always understand my own, like, music, uh, I guess you would say, like, love. But, you know, sometimes things just hit me different ways. And I just, you know, you just go with it. It's music. You don't always... You can't always put things into words. Sometimes you just got to feel these things out. Like know? a musical. Sometimes you just have to sing or dance. You got, you just gotta There's feel no it out. other way to express it. it. You just need to sing it. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't dance in front of you guys. I mean, that would be so embarrassing. But. Well, you're talking to but, a couple of world-class chorus back row dancers here. So. A couple of miscast dancers. <laughs> <laughs> but world class nonetheless. No, so, don't you, you know? We've been to Siam. Um, 
Dang. So yeah, I guess Old Man River, you got some parting thoughts on our boy? Me? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, um I mean, it's tricky because like Denzel oh like Barnaby was saying, um our there's she's got like a friend a... named Denzel. We don't know him. <laughs> we'll cut it out. They had a conversation about it. There's um some politically correct I don't know. You like you want to you want to give that song its due because of the context of it. Um, but more than anything, it is how I feel about it. When I listen and hear him sing, it does. It just like makes my heart expand. I don't know. I feel I really yeah. feel something when I see him sing, and I think that's the only way for musicals to actually work is for them to be just honest and really sincere and he is that kind of performer and that's what that's what does it for me that's why he's number one so what up i love it that could also be arrhythmia you might want to get that checked out oh my god (sighs) wow (laughs) way to kill that really really bringing it here in this final segment just i love it um sorry (laughs) uh cool so i think that that sounds like a pretty good wrap-up there um we all agree on the worst and the top, so the middle don't matter. You know, that's what I say about my middle. It don't matter. Just look at the bottom and the top. Um, <laughs> Words oh. to live by from our lovely yeah. Jasmine. <laughs> yo. Here we go. Um, so, yeah, let's uh, uh, just go to you, Maisie, real quick. You can give yourself a plug if you'd like to tell any of the listeners anything about yourself. Or if you'd like to say, screw it, I keep my personal life personal, you can do that as well. But uh, I think, don't you have a photography page that you have on Instagram? Or am I crazy? You are crazy. But now that you're saying it, I guess oh. I should get one. Um, well, no, You I... don't have to talk about nothing. <laughs> I would just like to thank you. Jasmine and Barnaby for having me on. This was super fun. I can't think of a better way to spend an evening than talking dorkily about musicals. It's just kind of my favorite thing ever. So, um, yeah, I don't know. You'll the name is Maisie Gospoderic. So if you see it, you'll probably not mistake me for anybody else because um, I'm pretty sure I looked up my name online one time and I was the only one who popped up. There's no. The only one? The only one. There are other Gospoderics and other Maisies, but no, the com- combination is Damn. just me, baby. <sighs> so Even my dad, who has the Ooh. weirdest name ever, still had like five people in the world. Yeah. So, I mean, it's been a while since I Googled it, but when I did a few years ago, that was that was the synopsis. So, anyway. Um, hey, but as far as I'm concerned, you're famous. I've seen you on TV oh, before. Oh, yeah, you're right. I've seen you a, on TV. That wasn't an good. advertisement for Tester. That was, what a time. What a time to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> Simpler time, maybe. But anyway, yeah. Um, so, that's all, really. Thank you so much. And um, I can't wait to do this again soon with you guys we will have you on in the future <laughs> and i think i think that's all we have for this episode so thank you everyone for joining and we'll see you next time all right everybody thank you for sticking out through all three parts of that three-parter and we are going to wrap it up here with a little getting to know your host. Woo! 
and this time I'm putting Barnaby on blast. I ain't gonna let him put me on blast again because he keeps sneaking out of these and I'm, I'm through with it. I got questions. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. No, My don't. first question, who's the best Pokemon? 150. Original 150. The best? The best. Not your favorite. The best. I mean, the best is Mew. I'm sorry, that's uh, less 151. Mewtwo. I mean, the ah, best. Ah, see, it was a trick question. Ha <laughs> That's not a trick question. I just answered it wrong. Mewtwo is the best one. I mean, not not my favorite, but the best for sure. Who's your favorite? Oh, that's tough. Uh, that's tough. Who, who, you know, one of them came to mind. One of them popped right to mind the minute I said it. Who was it? Starmie. All right, Starmie it is. That is your final answer you can never answer again. If you had to have a third nipple and you got to choose where it was, where would you put your third nipple? Um, I would put it in the trash after I had it severed. You can't, no. You said I had the choice. Yeah, but you ain't got enough money to get severed right now. So where is it for now? Uh, it's in the trash. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Come on, play along, man. I'd put it on my kneecap. All right, kneecap. Ooh, right over. People can see it. Bold. I, I never wear shorts. It's all be all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. I love it. I love it. Okay. Um, also, the next question. You have me. I'm distracted now about your nipple. Um, <laughs> I forgot. I should have written these down. I told okay. you. Um, if you had to choose between a banana and orange and a polarizing political view, what would you choose? An orange. Perfect. That's that's the correct answer. Um, <laughs> and very very last but not least, what is your favorite TV show on uh, ABC right now? I don't have one. That's right. Suck at ABC. <laughs> and that has been get, getting to know your host. Woo. that is our show for today thanks for tuning in to flip it and reverse it uh as always my name is jasmine and you can find me on instagram at the real jasmine sherman you can also find mr barnaby here on the instagram what's your instagram handle my instagram handle is ask underscore why underscore not as in the ask why not page come check us out don't find us we'll find you actually no come find us <laughs> come find us i'm busy um, also, you can come find us on at Flip It and Reverse It Podcast. Um, thank you. I learn. It accepts knowledge. It gives back knowledge. Did you know? Um, never mind. We don't have time. Uh, so next week, uh, Barnaby will be in charge. And so you better come back for that because we're going to be talking about some cool stuff. Uh, in the meantime, go catch up on all of our old episodes. Listen to them. Subscribe to us. Rate us. Review us. Give us five-star reviews. If you don't give us five-star reviews, if you give us a four, I'm going to beat you. If you give us a three, I'm going to fart in your room. Okay. If you give us a two, okay. Okay. I'm probably don't going to... Don't incentivize people to give us these bad ratings. You, you think yep. people want my farts? Terrible. Terrible. You think they want the fart? Anyways, make sure you do those things because we love you guys, so give us back some love. Ayo. Uh, on those notes, uh, what is your final thought of the day, Barnaby? My final thought of the day is it's going to be sunny all week here. And we live in the Pacific Northwest, people, for those who don't know. 
And the fact that we have basically not had like three or four days in a row of sunshine for the last like four months. I mean, depressing. I can't describe how happy I am. I won't even need my happy pills this week. <laughs> oh, my vitamin D. My vitamin D. My D's. Yeah. Um, my final thought of the day is that uh, mental illness is too stigmatized and don't feel bad about trying to help your mental health. Vitamin D. Vitamin D. <laughs> that's all we got for you this week. We will see you next time. Bye.